welcome to the podcast where my guests and I talk about anything and everything from sports, relationships, politics, movies to TV shows, current events, and conspiracy theories. No topic is ever off limits and it's always uncensored. I'm Ben Borges and this is Man Chatter. Damn, all right, I can see it. We're in, we're on. The much anticipated Two Jonathan podcast is happening, ladies and gentlemen. I got two of my closest friends that just happen to say, have the same fucking name, which is, first of all, very weird. I've known one of them for 25 years, the other one for almost 12. These are my closest friends. We're going to give each other a bunch of shit, make fun of each other, and cover some topics throughout the way, man. First of all, hold on, wait, you had a. Let me, yeah, let me kick note, it over to. On that yeah. note. We talked about we talked about giving each other shit throughout the way. Throughout, let's let's uh, start it off with this. I like to play a little it's game called um, what's the name of this game? It's called. Are you, are you guys ready for right this? Now? I don't think you're ready for this. Any minute now. Are you? Did you? Did you just call Beyonce, bro? <laughs> are you ready for this? Don't forget right. to send it to live like you didn't last night. Oh, I am. Okay, what we're gonna do is we're gonna call we're gonna play a little something called uh Are you ready? He looked like so let's play a little, let's play like a little like game. Can you guys see this right here? Oh, oh my god. What is that? Oh my god, <laughs> you motherfucker. So what we're First of all, is... I've been trying to tell you <laughs> what oh. is that right there? That is Wait, some baby monstrosity. God, that is. Oh my so God! Play you that he like. Let's play the he look like game. What does he look like? like? Let's go with the myth. Okay. Um, no, no, no. Shit, Ben. All right, let's go. Let's especially go this picture, the way it looks right now. Yeah, it looks like some sea monster coming on land. It really does. It's like the sun's just not agreeing with him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't agree with my eyesight altogether, but he Jesus. doesn't look Let's even back then. Look, look at him right now. Even back then, he still couldn't put off a sweater. Yeah, no, he really he couldn't. Put it's, right it's, it's, he couldn't pull off hey, back then. Look, let's take a second and realize my head was so big on the other side of it, it had a shadow. Like, that's fucked up. Like, that's, yeah. like, you look like the sun is out. out. <laughs> he looked like he's got a I look like alien. Yeah, no, definitely. My mom still blames me for what my head did to her body, hundred percent. Also, I look, I look like aliens are real. Yes, that's what I meant. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like this guy, this guy, this is the missing link. Somebody shaved his face. Yeah. Yo, I was. Here's a crazy shit, bro. I was hey, two. I was are you ready? Two years let's, old. Let's stop being. Let's stop being nice, right? What else? He looks like what? I don't know, legend. You tell me. It looks like they invented Plan B forty-five years too late. Oh sh! Oh no! Wait, thirty-five. My bad. Thirty-five. Oh, oh you motherfucker! Oh, oh man! Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. All right. Let's. Let, Yo, you make sure. Hey, you make sure to add. I can't look at that two-year-old anymore. That's a. That's a, I was two-year-old <laughs> in my picture. I was two. I was you two serious? You were two? <laughs> I was two, bro. Real shit, like no bullshit. I was two years old in that picture. What? Yeah, no, two, no, bro. no. Put that picture back up. Wait, 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 wait a minute. You expect me to believe that that was you at two? Two? 
bro. First of all, my mom told me I was too. I'm not you're gonna question my mom, bitch. Like, no, my mom told I'm me not. I was I'm, I'm yeah, questioning, I'm like, what yeah. are you <laughs> to look yeah. like that? And do I've, I've thought about doing my ancestry, but everybody keeps stopping me, so I, I think it's proven that I might not be from this planet. Let me see. Yeah, He's gonna end up old. getting a text two from the federal old. government when he goes to ancestry, right? Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is gonna be. This podcast is gonna be deleted from YouTube, and we ain't gonna have no control over it because I'm, I'm gonna have a fucking knock on my door from ICE. Like, yo, man, come on, come on, let's just don't ask any questions. Let's just go. Better you than me, Ben. That's kind of ironic you saying that. <laughs> two year old right there, man. That is not a two year old. That's what nah. his mother too, son. Nah, man, that, that's right. dude. That's, that's but that's disturbing. I'm gonna delete this. Take this off the screen. Yeah. Oh my God! All right, now that the audience is actually, we've lost everybody. We've lost everybody already. That was rough. Um, I need I need another Don Julio shot for after that. Jesus Christ! It's not enough. I need some Real quick, you made sure to add our microphone to that, right? Like you just added that to the image over what we were already doing, right? Because I I, because we we, that was a pretty good shit talking moment. So I want to make sure that was all good. Um, yeah, man. So. John, like I already talked with Vallejo about this shit. Just want to kick it off. We could, like, we talked about it offline. You control if you want to, but you know what I mean. Let's let's try to have a little bit of a, a real conversation about this shit. Like, mm-hmm. I asked him because everybody I talk to that I work with, right? Like, got to remember the demographics that I work with are going to be older, typically, typically white. You know what I mean, and stuff like that because of the area I live in, and even some Hispanics, right? Like the fear mongering of socialism. And every time, like I bring it up, especially like because like back to back debates and back to back weeks, like mm-hmm. everybody always tells me is like, oh, oh, Bernie Sanders wants to turn this into Venezuela, and like so like not being Venezuela and having two of my closest and best friends being from Venezuela, you know what I mean? I kind of take that personally, you know what I mean? Where I'm like, oh, like, but do you even know like the socioeconomic issues that led to dictators and stuff like that coming into power? And they're like, and then they just start stumbling and they just say Venezuela a bunch of times. So I kind of <laughs> wanted to get your take on it. Cause like I talked with uh with Vallejo about it, but I kind of wanted to wanted to take get your take on it and see what you thought about that type of shit, man. Um, I think that it panders to their base. That's why they bring it up in the political spectrum on television. I think it has nothing to do with what they really think or how they really feel. They don't bring up right. countries like Denmark or Switzerland for that very reason. Because if you bring up successful countries that have implemented socialist policies. Like Barack Obama said in that video you've posted on Facebook, pick and choose what works, be practical. If they were to be practical, you would rile up a very angry base that wouldn't understand why there's such a sudden sudden shift in, you know, the direction of the conversation. It would go from Venezuela bad, Cuba bad. Look at that to all of a sudden like, look, guys, let's be practical. And the minute you start saying that, a lot of people are going to feel like you're being condescending to them. Um, Yeah. Because they're so used to being coddled in, in that way of, oh, yeah, socialist is bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, we don't want that. It's bad. And it just becomes an echo chamber. So it leaves no room really for someone in that chamber to go, hold up, let's stop, take it slow, and let's be practical and calm about this. That's, yeah, it's, it's a runaway train. It's, you're literally trying to hit the brakes going at 220 miles an hour. It's not going to happen overnight. It'll take a few different election cycles. It will have to be slow. You know, this isn't like the nineteen late 1920s, early 1930s, where mm-hmm. during the Great Depression, people were so desperate. 
to just look for a solution that FDR was like, I got you. And, you know, there was no Twitter, there was no Facebook, no social media. Who knows the backdoor shenanigans that FDR pulled off to get some of this stuff passed back then. We'll never know about it. We'll never hear about it. Whereas now, you know, Trump can't even fart without it being tweeted about. Like it's, it's a, it's ridiculous too. So even if he were open to changing the conversation, who's going to let him like who in the right, yeah. who in his around him would listen to him go, you know, maybe we should be practical about dude. That thing would be on Twitter in a heartbeat, audio leaks yeah. and everything. And then all of a sudden pff, he would crumble because some other Republican would come in and go, yeah, I don't know what the hell happened to that guy. Yeah, I mean, and it, that's the the thing with echo chambers, right? They, everyone, and it happens on the left side as well. Everyone mm-hmm. just wants mm-hmm. to listen to points of views, that agree with with their own point of view. Just they just that's where they want to say that's that's their comfort zone. And uh, we talked about this. I don't know if it was on the show or if we talked about it through WhatsApp, but that same conversation where you know one of my neighbors we went out for a beer tasting on Friday, and someone sat down on the table next to us, and they started chatting them up. And I was having a beer. Next thing I know, I hear Bernie Sanders and another Venezuela. And like my ears perked up and I started listening, but I, I wasn't going to be, you know, baited to join that conversation or say anything. I just wanted to hear what they had to say. And these are old men. You know, I, I said this mm-hmm. countless times. I live in a place where this is 95% white. We, my family makes up, essentially, <laughs> I joke about it. We make up the minorities in the, in the neighborhood. But they never talk about, like you said, Denmark. We, we've talked about this before, right? The Nordic model mm-hmm. or Finland or Sweden or Iceland. Um, what am I forgetting? Norway, right? Where they, they don't all have the same. They have very similar. Uh, they're all very similar, but they have their own set. They, they, the way that they they're run. Different it different right. And mm-hmm. it, but it's not a, it's not communist. It's not wholeheartedly socialist, right? They have socialist programs. They have they have. And we talked about this uh, welfare state. But it's not the same thing as the welfare system that we have here in the U.S. And people hear that and they just think, oh, handouts and I'm going to have to pay for someone else. And yes, people pay for other right through the form of increased taxes, income taxes and other taxes. But you're paying for you're not paying for someone else. right? You're paying for betterment of the society. Everyone is covered. Mm-hmm. It's not free education because you're subsidizing it. It's not free health care because you're subsidizing it. But people don't have to pay 15 or 20 grand a year. For healthcare, it's kind of mm-hmm. it, it's spread out across the board, and you know Denmark never comes up, Norway never comes up. It's always Venezuela, it's always Cuba, which is interesting to me because those are Latin American countries, right? Denmark is mm-hmm. they're the Vikings, or Nordics, right? They would more closely resemble white or Caucasians. Well, why wouldn't they compare yeah, yeah. the model that those folks are using to what could happen here? Because what's happening in Venezuela and Cuba is it's not because the system necessarily itself failed and, and there have been, they've been failures, but it's look at the people in power, right? They're corrupt. And uh, I've read a lot into it, you know, over the years. And it's not just, it's not just Chavez and then Maduro now, but the Russians and Cubans and Mexican cartels and the drug money. And there's just so much money to be had, so much money that's being taken from, from that country that, if you really sit back and kind of look at this logically, you're saying that if Bernie Sanders with his ideas, dirty word, dirty word, logically, no, how dare you? How dare you right. say logically? Yeah, that, that that's what's going to happen. That because that's what would happen for it to turn to Venezuela, for the U.S. to become that. 
He's just going to replace mm -hmm. everyone in Congress. I'm just going to assign all these people and we're going to just suck all the money out of, of, of the country because that's what's happening. It's not the system. Denmark and Norway and those countries proved it works and the corruption there is very low. It's mm -hmm. it's the politicians. It's the people in power. And that's what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. That's why the systems in those countries failed. It's not because the systems themselves are, are flawed. Yeah. But and we don't have that conversation. Yeah, no, and it's also the lack of practicality. Like a lot, um, those those two countries are just as extreme in their belief on their system as some 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 Americans are in cap free market capitalism. Right. Where if you hear if you mention anything about socialist programs, they're like, no. Over there, it's like, yeah, no, I was alive during the times of you know Batista. We're never going back to that again. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, as mm -hmm. long as I'm alive, you know, and it's just like, okay. Yeah. At least you're giving me a deadline on when we can start changing things. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. But it's just as real Good over point. there. Probably. Something that no one really thinks about is there are people who stay. There are people who wanted that. They maybe not have been as large as the people affected, thrown in jail, snitched on, and Murdered. you know yeah. had their whole lives ruined. But there were other people yeah. whose lives benefited greatly. And I don't mean corrupt politicians either. I mean just citizens that are just like, yeah, no, this is exactly what I wanted, which baffles my mm -hmm. mind personally. But yep. I'm not in their head. I'm not in their shoes. I'm not in their family's history to understand where they're where they're really coming from for them to say this is great, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's just the same thing. It's lack of practicality, you know. Like Cuba has some good things going for it, but its economy is a shitter. It's a shithole. So right. Why? Yep. It's not being practical when, when it comes to it. Venezuela. Don't even get me started. Like that was just a descent into stupidity over yeah. time. Like that's mm -hmm. we we were one of the richest countries in the eighties. Like it's one of those situations where you just put your hands in the air and go, "How do yeah. you fuck that up?" Yeah. Like, and Venezuela was the beacon of what South and Latin American countries wanted to aspire to be. That's what mm -hmm. it was. Yeah, I remember in the eighties, if you, if you were like, "Oh, so if you, I'm from Venezuela, it was amazing. People respected you. People thought, oh, yeah, this is like this is the dream.' Yeah. You say yeah. you're Venezuelan now, and you know everyone's kind of like, "Oh my god, that shithole." Yeah, and exactly. it's just so, like it's like ah. Oh. So my question is like, and these are things like I, I had. I like to have these conversations. Is like why, like what policies? I know like there was military coups in certain dictatorships, like when Castro overthrew Batista in, in Cuba. Which, by the way, real real quick, I didn't know Cuba before they had a dictator had a dictator. Like I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I didn't know like it was. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I, I'm. Yeah, I'm be honest. Like just be, just being a hundred percent real, like because how often have to, because you think about it, like growing up being half Cuban and growing up in Miami, all you hear about is Castro. Like I'd never heard about the pre, like I never heard of like why people like really left in like El Mariel and all that other shit. Like I didn't know there was a, there was a dictator before, and it was basically one gang of dictators versus another gang of dictators, and they it was a whole bunch of genocide and massacres and shit like that. Like I didn't I didn't know that till today. And I talked about it with uh with Danny, you know what I mean? He was like, yeah, man, he told me all this shit about it. I was like, dude, I had no idea. Like, I thought, like, up until, like, in my mind, like, up until Castro, Cuba was, like, this thriving economy, this beacon of light, and then Castro came in and destroyed it all because he just wanted all the power. No, they had a dictator before. Like, so it was kind of, it was, like, kind of weird to have that, that have, have that thing. So, like, I always wonder, like, what, and I looked up dictators, and none of them were like, hey, man, let's give, let's give the population free healthcare because the rich are, are fucking hoarding all the money right. you know what i mean let's let's give people free education because it's clear that we can afford it through these means and these taxes none of it was ever that it was hey man i want absolute power absolutely 
You know what I mean? Like it was never they killed their opposition, they jailed them. They were most of the time military generals. So like the correlation, because one person in an interview, right, like says like, yo, man, but Castro did kind of cure the literacy issues in Cuba like that. It, you know what I mean? Like it was never it was never that it was never like an education concept that they had. It was always like, I just want more power because I'm the only one that could do it right. So I'm going to imprison or kill all of my opponents. Like I've never heard any any Bernie Sanders person, supporter or Bernie Sanders himself ever you know what I mean? Acknowledge that aspect of it. So I always like I wonder like what part like how do they make that correlation? Because because he calls himself a democratic socialist and he just uses the title and it just triggers a whole bunch of people, or and they don't listen to the policies. Like how do they how do they differ in that in their perspective with that? Uh, got that word in there, uh, socialist, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, it's the, just and, the same, and the same thing happens in Venezuela with Maduro and Chavez imprisoning their political opponents when they speak out. Yep. Um, was it Leopoldo a few years ago where he they I mean uh he was in prison because I think that the charge was inciting a riot or whatever the bullshit ex uh charges that they brought up against him mm -hmm. which wasn't the case but um yeah that's that's how they do it and and again when you talk about an, a Vene another Venezuela happening here that's what you're that's what people are saying they're saying that we are going to allow Bernie if he gets elected to yeah. just throw yeah. his political opponents in prison. That's what is going to happen in this country. We're just going to let it happen. I, it, just, I don't, it doesn't make sense, right? right? Isn't that why we have the Second mm -hmm. Amendment, right? Don't we? That's why we have the right to bear arms yeah. so we can prevent stuff like that from happening? Because in Venezuela, exactly. the citizens don't have arms. It's, it's, They're not allowed. It's, it's almost, yeah. sorry to cut you off, but it's almost like well, sometimes when people tell me, you know, like, oh, he's going to, if he gets elected, we're going to go straight down that path. I'm going to be like, hold, hold <laughs> up. We it, you know, we had a hurricane hit us, and FEMA took forever to bring water to people. Well, let's yeah, let's just get our priorities straight, and let's deal with facts. Yeah. Governments don't change mm -hmm. overnight, and mm -hmm. let's assume let's just give them the benefit of the doubt and say, you know what, you're absolutely right. Bernie's trying to, you know, be a snake in the grass, a wolf in sheep's clothing, and the minute he mm -hmm. gets elected, you're gonna see like Emperor Palpatine in Star Wars Episode Three. He's just gonna start cackling, and he's gonna declare this the first American socialist Lord, state. I'm telling you right now, like there would be so many people who are armed to the teeth who would march yeah. on Washington that I'm just like, right. good luck with that. Like, no, it's yeah. it's not going to happen. The worst is he's going to introduce like a great new New Deal and a whole bunch of other yeah. socialist programs that might benefit the extreme poor towards the middle class and mm. really hurt the pocket of the super rich to the wealthy, to the yeah. upper wealthy. So we're talking people who make like 250 grand a year and up would feel this the most. Right. And my question then becomes to everyone I speak to, how many people do you know make a quarter of a million dollars a year after taxes? Right. Yeah. Take home. Take, take home. Take home. And some, take of, home. Right. Take home and some of these, the way that he's trying to fund uh, a lot of these policies are, I mean, we're all going to get taxed, but it's a progressive tax, right? And so the more you make, the the, the more you're going to pay. And, and it's going to affect the 1% and the point one, the one-tenth, right? Because the, pe the people yeah. that are, what, $32 million and up net worth, uh, I think is, yeah. is what the number that I read. That's all of us. How, how many people? Yeah. yeah. I made that last week. Yeah. I pulled yeah. that in last week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah like, come you on. Made that, you made that today with that haircut. Ah, uh, yeah. You know I mean, like. For sure. Like, I don't, I, like, yeah, John, like, you bring up. Uh, Paria, you bring up a solid point, bro. Like, how mm -hmm. many people know somebody who makes two fifty to take home, right? 
and first and how many people know a billionaire like i I know it sounds crazy but like we it said like in passing and i have conversations with people like oh but the rich are going to just take all their jobs and all this stuff okay let's settle down there okay because we so 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 here's my question if the so many questions the economy was so strong right how is it dependent on these small group of people also that like you have walmart that right like these six people are rich as fuck and they they're all their employees are all getting socialism and so is walmart because they're all on medicare right like that's socialist but it's it's this dude it's so frustrating having these conversations with people i was like dude we already have socialist policies yeah they're inefficient and they're expensive like (laughs) the walton family who you know with walmart they don't pay their employees enough to really take care of themselves and cover their health care costs. Yeah. So who subsidizes yeah. that? The federal government. Whose taxes are being used for this? Our federal taxes. Oh. Tell me, yeah. and it's being used very poorly. People got to jump through hoops, and it's still not a certain thing that they're taking care of. It's a legitimate, right. you know, I have insurance through this, but I don't know if they'll cover this. And it's yeah. a legitimate situation where it's like you're subsidizing mm-hmm. an entire corporation. But then... You want to mm-hmm. turn around and tell everyday people who work at Walmart, nah, you, yeah. you don't you don't want you don't want universal health care. Nah, that that's that's bad for you. It's yeah, it's, that's it's gonna like, destroy wait, what? Everything. It's like, wait, what? No. Like you theoretically already kind of have to get it. What would really yeah. happen is if they genuinely said, Look, we're get we're getting rid of the private the private insurance sector altogether, it's done. It's going to be phased out over, mm-hmm. say, five years. I think it's one it presidential is. term. Yeah, one mm-hmm. presidential term. It would take like mm-hmm. five years. Phase it out in, in little phases. I, first off, you're going to see prices lower. Prices, just like the just like student loans, are bubbling up because, mm-hmm. you know, we everyone's competing with each other for loans and universities, for-profit universities especially, yeah. are doing whatever they can. And so mm-hmm. are state universities. Um, it'd be the same way. You take out the profit motive from healthcare insurance companies. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, now we just have to pay for the actual health care. Mm-hmm. You know, we're no longer covering yeah, the middleman. Right. Yeah, like, yeah. That, well, that, which no one thinks about what, that. Like, There's a middleman there yeah. that you have to pay for. Well, then, like, then when you working... actually need it, you have to pay on top of that because um, yeah. you have out of pocket yeah. costs. And so what are you paying? What are you paying like, monthly? If what's you the actual... Yeah, that's just one of those things when people go, oh, we have to go to Canada for a prescription medicine or Mexico or Cuba to get pick up a prescription pill. And it's a fraction of the cost. That's the real cost of what that of what it is. Exactly. It's not because it's Mexico (laughs) or Cuba. That's what it costs. That's what it costs. But insurance is is, is big business. I sent it to uh, Vallejo like because was it a the fucking British guy bro on HBO. He had like a breakdown on Medicare for all. Like yeah, like there's hospitals or doctors that it's actually cheaper for them to fly from like in, from Utah or some shit. Like it's actually cheaper for them to send people to Mexico to get their meds as opposed to like having getting their meds from where they're at because it, it's it's so it's actually cheaper for them to do that. And the like the insurance companies that work in that state, like yo man, like we can't afford these medications either, and and the and the employees or the people who live there can't can't afford the medications either. It's just. It's strange to me, bro. Like I don't, I don't know when the like fanaticism, or the propaganda propagandization of it all, when like the rich have to be protected at all costs, 
I was like, dude, like one person on that stage yesterday, which was a shit show, by the way. Um, one person on that stage yesterday is worth more than 125 million people. And how many of those, let's break that down, right? Like how many of those people have student debt? How many of those people have medical debt? So all those people are even way less below the poverty line than you even want to imagine because they're barely struggling to pay an insurance that they can't afford. Or worse, and I've, I know people like this, they have a good job, they have insurance, they still don't go to the doctor because the premium yeah. is so high. Yeah. They have a real condition that they're like, yeah. I can't afford that premium and then still be fiscally mm-hmm. responsible. Because again, that's, that's always what they turn back around of, oh, you got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and you got to be f- fiscally responsible and this is on you. It's like, well, okay, so now I'm paying for an, because like, it's a jack. You have insurance from your yeah. from your company. They take that from your check. Yeah. You know you don't have a choice in that matter, really. Because if you don't yeah, have insurance, if you don't have insurance, something else comes along. So it's like you yeah. pay for the insurance. It gets taken out of your check, and then it's this is what it covers. You have to go to a doctor in your network. You have to go to a possibly mm-hmm. a hospital in your network. How is that any different from their slogan or propaganda of oh well under socialized healthcare? You know they you don't get to pick your doctor. They tell you where to yeah. go. You mean like Aetna right now? Like Cigna? Like, tell me, what? Yeah. why am I going to give up? Yeah, like, why am I giving up these three entities, corporate entities, telling me where to go, what to do, and who to see to get myself healthy versus the federal government doing it? Because I refuse to believe the federal government's going to be like, yeah, you know, Dr. Smith is uh, out of your network. What the hell do you mean? We're all in the United States. Right. <laughs> like, this is whole thing is right here. like i really got wait this well now there's other questions ethical questions here this is smith a real doctor is this like a doogie hauser situation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like am i being punked like are you really protecting yeah, me and yeah. my interest right now by saying he's out of mm-hmm. network versus cigna it's like oh we're, we're going to the urgent care well now you got to google you got to literally go into the cigna or blue cross blue shield or Edna site and go, is this urgent care center, which they're propping up everywhere, is this under the network? Or am I going to show up there mm-hmm. during a kidney stone emergency or anything else? Mm-hmm. It, you know, this ties straight into like the coronavirus happening right now. How many people might get this in the United States and in an emergency panic go to an ER, urgent care center, or wherever they can while they're literally feeling like they're dying? And all of a sudden they're like, oh, sorry, that was out of your network. So fuck yeah. you, you know, yeah. that's, or that's, 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 and the other thing about it is that people don't, they also, people also get turned away. We're like, ah, oh, sorry, we don't accept that insurance here. Yep. So what, what are we really talking about? Like, we don't have, I have to, I have to like, I, I always tell this story all the time. Like the week before I got married, I had a panic attack, right? I thought I was having a heart attack. I literally got on my laptop to re- to look up what hospitals were in my network, right? I go to a hospital in my network, but the doctor that saw me overnight, because I got there like at midnight, was moonlighting. When a doctor is moonlighting, it means they're just covering down to, to make more money. Because they probably just cut, you know what I mean? That doctor wasn't in my network. So I went to a hospital in my network, but, but because the doctor wasn't in my network, I had a $3,200 fucking emergency room bill. Hey, bro, who the, who the fuck? Like, I make solid money. I don't make, I don't have an extra $3,200 just lying around because you know, ben, some that arbitrary like- shit that I... Then that sounds like your you know problem. I mean? 
Sounds like that, you need to yeah, do your no, due diligence. That sounds like you need to make more money. What's yeah, it's a, you need to you solve just, your problems, Ben. By how about you just rich. pay more? How about you just pay more for your insurance? Get better insurance. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you know but there's a limit right to now? that. You know what I'm going to do right now, Benjamin? This is what I'm going to do right now. You All right? Put the picture of, me of, a, of huh? a baby again? No. <laughs> you know what I'm doing right now? Oh, boy. I do. No, I left in the screen, but I just muted you. I'm tired of, you know what? I infiltrated you and your little group, you communist, socialist bastard. So I just put your mic on mute. No one wants to listen to you. All right? This is the last time. I'm going to shut the show down. If you keep talking about our great president, demeaning him, putting down all these great things that he's done for the country, okay? And the great programs that we have. Insurance is great the way it is, okay? <laughs> if I want to pay $800 a month for insurance. That's my right to do so, okay? I'm not going to pay $100 for you to have insurance. I'm going to pay $100 for me to have insurance, all right? Let's get that right. And if... And if I want to only have three doctors that I can go in a four mile radius from my house and that's the limit, then that's the price we have to pay for this awesome $800 a month insurance. If you can't afford it, then just get another job, man. Sleep less, work more. What can I tell you? No, I can hear you. No one else can. You communist bastard. I mean, Jonathan can, but people can't. Okay, oh, we're back. Jonathan. Two Jonathan's matter. That, that's gonna be the name of this part. This episode. Two Jonathan's matter. <laughs> so, so check yeah, it like, out. Like I'm on, I'm on Aetna's, or I went to Aetna's, and I'm literally looking at United Healthcare, and I just got called by United Healthcare. Like I literally <laughs> just filled out their form to get a quote, and I already got an email, a phone call, <laughs> a phone call, and everything. So it's like monthly cost sixty eight forty eight for the Golden Rule Insurance Company. Hospital stay benefit, $1,000 a day. Jesus. That means nothing. Aspirin is like 250 bucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> so hold on. I'm scrolling down to the most expensive plan that they offer. That wasn't Health, the most expensive plan? No. Health Protector Guard Premier Plus Fixed okay, Indemnity. Awesome. Indemnity. Monthly cost, 160 21 Hospital stay benefit five thousand dollars a day. That's what that's what it'll cover. Unlimited hospital benefit coverage for unlimited inpatient hospital days, as long as it doesn't go over five five grand a day. So under that plan, where I would have to pay hundred and sixty dollars a month, plus a three dollar and twenty five cent network fee, because they looking at the fine print. Yeah, that's insanity. Sure. Yeah, that's insane, and I know that doesn't cover squat, because when they say five thousand dollars a day at a hospital stay, that is not—that's everything in the hospital yeah. stay yeah. for the day. No. So, yeah. if staying at the hospital is three grand, that's three grand out of five. If your MRI is a thousand, oh, it's gonna be more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so your hospital yeah. stay per day could be ten grand, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, we only cover five. Mm -hmm. So every day you're owing five grand. That is lit scroll down to the end. There is nothing else. Why don't they have other plans where you could pay five hundred dollars a month, and it'll just end up? Why isn't there an unlimited plan? A legitimate? This is what you pay us a month, and whatever you want, you get, because it's not in their interest. No, they have to make their money. It's the middleman, bro. It's not in yeah. their interest. 
insurance plans that do offer that unlimited are not accessible to everyday people. No, they're not. No. It's just no, like Ferrari. Like you that. never see Ferrari commercials. People just know the mm -hmm. brand. Yeah. Real insurance companies that take care of the super wealthy, they don't you don't see ads for them, I promise you. They reach out to those people. They have private doctors. Yeah, they yeah, just reach out to them. They have, they have, there's like private health insurance and then there's like private health insurance. Yeah. Like that's, that's different. Like, no one like, knows they privacy. exist. <laughs> no, nah, no one at all. God damn, man. Instead of dark ops, John. it's dark health. <laughs> no one knows what the hell they're doing. Yeah, Motherfuckers have like doctors on staff and shit, bro. Like, think about how crazy that is. It's a level like, of money that we'll never really like understand. Lloyd's of London. Like, Lloyd's and, of London. And, and why are you trying to tax those people out of their hard earned money, Benjamin? They can afford to have a doctor on staff. So, um, why? Why are you trying to tax them so that you can have free health care? Because, Jonathan, Ben suffers from the pre existing condition of not being Beyonce. He's yes. not wealthy. That's all a pre existing condition. All for the ben. Yep, yep. It's a pre-existing condition for all of us. And so we all yeah. we all have. We, no, 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 Ben. We're we talking just about you. You're yeah, the regular. You're the one that's asking for a handout all the time. Jonathan yeah. and I are I are inconvenienced millionaires. That's what we are. <laughs> we're not average Joes. <laughs> we're inconvenienced millionaires. Jonathan, aren't you inconvenienced right now? I'm inconvenienced by the fact that I have to even talk about this again. Yeah. This is the second show in a row that Benjamin just won't drop it. Benjamin Borges. <laughs> Oh, it's Borges, right? Because it's Borges. It's Borges. No, it's Borges. No. Why is it that it's Borges? Why don't you pronounce your name like it should be? Because then he'll sound Latino. I wish I could clap you, bro. It doesn't sound <laughs> Latino. Shut up, Perilla. Borges? Perilla. I, I heard your voicemail, bitch. You reached Jonathan Perilla. Bitch, it's Parrilla. Fuck out of here. Uh, trying hey, to make I'm pronouncing it in English. I'm pronouncing yeah. it in English. Perilla. Fuck out of here! Your mom didn't. Your mom didn't have to give you that name, bitch. Um, what the fuck else, bro? So he was born with like, that name, like, Jonathan. The great ones he are. Was, he was, it's a very regal name, Ben. No, it's not. It's a. Yes, it is. It's, it's, it's a name seven, fit for. It's a name fit for kings. Million of you motherfuckers. No, it's not. There's no. There's nowhere in anything is Jonathan a powerful name. Like it's just oh, there he goes. He's he's like the extra in a movie. <laughs> He's not, he's not, you've never seen a main character in a movie. Oh, Jonathan's here to save the day. <laughs> <Nobody's> ever... <laughs> now, see, we're so humble that we, we shorten our name to John. That's right. Oh, shit. That's how you humble are like we are. Dam, you guys are like the damsel in distress of movies. Oh, thank God. Oh, Ben's here. See, that's. Oh, awesome. really, Ben? You want to talk about damsel in distress? Hold, hold, hold on yes. there, Benji. Oh, you, ben you brought this on yourself. Hey, name a superhero <laughs> named Jonathan. Name one, bro. Name one. Don't Google it, bitch. It should Johnny be Storm. Head. Ben Grimm. Johnny That's Storm, Fantastic Jonathan. Four. Even he knew Jonathan <laughs> wasn't an effective name. He changed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, dude. Let's let's go into this coronavirus thing because we're no, gonna hold, hold on. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on no, there, no, Bucko. No. You you literally yeah, opened yourself right? there, jackass. Um, you said, and ben I Grimm. quote, Jonathan's are the damsels in distress that need to get rescued. I distinctly remember a Benjamin Borges calling me one day. Oh, going, hey, 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 oh no, hey, I'm hey, in danger. There's Wait, a crazy woman. Nope, 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 I need you nope, to come down here Mike. from Miami. You drive to Hialeah. Drive to Homestead. Hold on a second. I want to hear nope, the story. Nope. Let me, let me, let me Benjamin Borges' mic. 
and he's muted. And he's <laughs> muted. Let, let so, me hear the story. So there was a day where Ben calls me, like a little bitch, and goes, oh, my God. I'm really scared. This this girl, you know, she's crazy. And like, I need I need rescuing. I need help. Can you please drive down from Miami to Homestead to my home so I can feel safe? And I did, Jonathan. I drove down there to help the damsel in distress named Ben and save him. His superhero that night was named Jonathan. But no, now, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you have that eat ass face, Ben. That's right. You and Kevin Hart. <laughs> you're, you're back live, Ben. You know what? We can hear you now. I'm back on. Yeah. You know what, man? Valid points, sir. Valid points. This is one of the reasons why you're one of my one of my closest and best friends. That was you saved my life because that bitch was crazy. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm ride or die for you, but that that doesn't mean I won't mock yeah. you for it. Oh no, 100, percent 100. percent All right, man. Coronavirus. Are are we gonna die? What's popping? Well, Orange you County, had, San Francisco. Yeah, Orange County, yeah. San Francisco declared that they're having a coronavirus emergency three hours ago. That was reported by the LA Times. So in New York, 80 people are in quarantine right now and under observation in Nassau County. So it, coronavirus is basically like, what? Like I don't even, I haven't, like is it basically like the flu and shit, right? Yeah, it's like a strong version of the but flu like, and pneumonia. So yeah, before which... we get into it, how because I haven't delved into it, how how did the outbreak occur? What caused it? No one knows. It just came out of Wuhan, China. Okay, and and all I see are are people saying it's uh, I'm gonna do Donald Trump. It's uh, some all I see is, is some guy running uh, eating some bat soup or some crazy shit, right? But and I don't buy any of that. So out of out of the blue, this this thing just just emerges, and I know this sounds like conspiracy theory ish, but wouldn't that be like the perfect biological attack, like biological warfare on on the uh, the part of China? Like that's just that's genius. You know they don't care about their people; they'll expose their people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I can believe it. Yeah. There's also the fact that geopolitically speaking. The part of China where a lot of outbreaks happen is close to their, mo- their most, I guess, tropical areas, mm-hmm. areas that are just an abundance of trees. And just because things like, let's say if we were, if this was a circle and you're following my finger, this area is becoming more desert. So right. little by little, this area becomes more forested. Mm-hmm. So, you know, viruses get more, like they start kind of mingling with each other. Possibly. And there's, there's people literally like right here. So it's not a big stretch of the imagination. That just due to what's naturally occurring in that region, people get exposed to things. Yeah, yeah, people just get exposed to things. That's like the yeah. calmer sort of talk about it. Right. Then there's, of course, yeah. you can do the yeah. crazy stuff of like, oh, this is like Resident Evil. There's mm-hmm. like a biotech company underground in Wuhan that's threw a vial to the floor and just went crazy. <laughs> you know, yeah. it just is what it is. But I mean, this seems like something where it's. I don't think the Chinese really did this to their people because it's a great inconvenience to them. It's a great inconvenience to their industries. The fact that Apple had to shut down factories that affects China's bottom line. And I don't think any government wants to affect its own bottom line. China's one of those communist countries where they were practical about it. They were like, Oh, we have the real strong belief. And then they were like, Oh, we're really going broke. No, (laughs) go back. 
well, not all the way back, mm-hmm. just back enough. And right. so, yeah. you know, it's it's a situation where it's like, yeah, did they do this to their people? I mean, sure, if you want to believe it, but then it's kind of asinine because then you're, they're hurting their own bottom line. Their GDP is suffering because of this. So I don't yeah. see the yeah. benefit. And I am a cynic when it comes to shit like this. I always go follow the money. Right. Who's making money from this? Because that's who might be the guilty party. And Someone my answer right now money, is right? pharmaceutical companies, someone who comes up with, but yeah. no one's come up with it. If it's someone would have in two weeks, if someone in the middle of January, because this started like in early December, someone would have said, oh, we have yeah. a vaccine available. I would have been like, that's suspicious. Very right. suspicious. But we're talking $18,000. Yeah. Like we're literally in March right now. We are three days away from March 1st. And there's mm-hmm. no sign of keeping this under control. China had to build a hospital in six days. It says a whole bunch of shit about the construction in I-95. Right. <laughs> and if you and if you live in South Florida, that doesn't even hold a candle to the Palmetto. So yeah. it's an awkward situation where like they had to amass a bunch of resources to get efficient about handling this. Flights were canceled, lockdown, cities under quarantine. Okay. Um, Japan is considering canceling all outgoing flights until the month of May. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna affect Japan's GDP and all their entire business infrastructure. Right. South Korea is suffering right now, and they it's like touching. And it's like touching the United States, you know, here and there. I haven't heard anything in Florida, but I mean, it could be a situation where, you know, it just hasn't been manifested here yet. Yeah, we have what, 59, what I, what 55 cases so far, something along those lines. Is what I've tracked. So what yeah. what I've what I've heard and like what I've read from like different things is that. There's like countries where it might already be, but they don't have the technology or the infrastructure to even test for it. So it, there might it might not just become traveled and and gone to because the Chinese travel everywhere. Like the motherfuckers are always everywhere. You know what I mean? They could have traveled to anywhere in the Middle East and had infections there. Like there's countries all over Africa that don't have the money to to be able to test for it. Like this to figure out if it's there. So then if you have a little outbreak there, a little pocket stuff there, who knows if there's Americans that are coming here or travelers that are coming here. So it's mm-hmm. it's it's crazy, man. It's it's from real scary shit. Mm-hmm. Cause this might like yeah. let's go so much so that I might be driving down. I might be driving down yeah. to um to Florida instead of flying. Yeah. Like like conspiracy, right? Let's say this is this is just let's say like this is like a test run, right? Because this isn't like a thing that can really, like, if it gets caught early enough, you can make it and you're fine. But let's say, like, the next time it isn't. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we know how quick it could, it could spread in an X amount of time and so on and so forth. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, if you go with, like, the movie version of, like, the shit we've ever seen, that would be weird. Yo, who's, where's the playback coming from, man? Is that you, John? Somebody's nope. listening to our stream? Oh, I hear the no, playback. That's weird. Yeah, I hear so, myself back, which I sound like, very handsome. <laughs> oh, I'll let you get away with that bullshit. <laughs> Thank you. Consider that your birthday gift. So, Thank you, sir. Um, my big concern is this is really killing older people and infants, which is typical of pneumonia. Mm-hmm. And typical of a very strong flu. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there are people who are naturally going to be immune to this. The problem is the people who are immune don't know they're right. immune. 
So it's not like they're going to walk into a hospital and say, I've got this and I'm immune to it. Let me help you out. So it's a really shitty yeah. situation overall because it's one of those where it's like you don't want to violate people's civil rights by saying everybody's going to get tested and you don't right. have a choice because we're looking for people who are immune to this. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's got to be like a very slow, methodic process in a, labo- in a laboratory where scientists have to work together to figure this out, which people keep asking all over Twitter and Facebook, when are we finding a cure? It's a virus. Vi- you never cure a virus. You no. You end up, you end up you sweating it out. Your body takes care of it. You survive right. it. And then you have mm-hmm. the, you know, the antibodies for it. So the next time you get it, it's dead in the water. But there's no such thing as a cure for a virus. So this is something where it's like, we're just going to have to ride this out as a species worldwide. Just like the swine flu. It's just, it's going to have to just, we're going to have to ride it out. Yeah. And that's concerning because you don't mm-hmm. know how it's going to impact the United States eventually. Because I refuse to believe that this is just not going to touch us at all. And I don't mean like the little pockets like it is now. I mean, like it's going to spread. spread. Yeah. Pandemic. Right. Like I refuse to believe that it's, if it's, if it's hit New York and it's hit California and it's hit Texas, come on, those are travel hubs for the rest of the United States. Right. It's it's only a matter of time until it's in all 50 States. And one thing is to, to ground uh, you know, flights and, and, and control the, the, the air. But, you know, we're 50 states, right? It's actually 50 small countries or big countries, depending on how you look at it. And there is no border control between the states. How are you going to stop people from traveling from state to state and having that spread? Because, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough. I don't see how, it's going to touch us. It's just, I don't, it's a matter of when, not if. And Correct. are we, you know, it goes yeah. back, a lot of it goes back to our infrastructure and our logistics and that conversation we had a little while ago about how are we going to treat those people with the medical facilities? Are we going to deny them service because they don't have the insurance or the coverage, et cetera? I, I think it's we're, we're going to feel it. We don't feel it now. Like I said, we have pockets, 50 people overall or 59 people, but I think it's just a, it's just a matter of time because the WHO has said that we're, we're coming close to that window where we might, you know, not be able to really stop a, a widespread, a pandemic. Right now we're still in that window where we can kind of contain it, but I don't know that, that we'll be able to, is that, is it three weeks? Is it three months? I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What's, what's crazy about that is like, you think about like, I guess like the socioeconomic aspect of it, right? Where like the safe, if somebody gets sick in, in an area where they don't have a hospital close, like I don't have a hospital close to me, you know what I mean? Like, what, what, like, do people know like the signs they should be looking for? Like, are you gonna be able to fight it off in, in this in this quick amount of time and be able to make it to the hospital? Because I'm I'm assuming it just starts off like the common flu, you know what I mean? And then it just progresses and gets gets worse. So like, oh, I've I've had the flu, I had my flu shot, so I'll be fine. You know what I mean? Like thousands upon not millions of people get their flu shot. So you think about it like, oh, it's just a flu shot. And then before you know it, you, you're too far gone, and then your lungs are fucking swelling up, you know what I mean, and shit like that. So it's it's scary, man, because it it also lend, it le- has to lend to people being educated on what's going on. And with, like, people, like, uh, we talk shit about it, like, conspiracy theories. Like, there's people who, like, actually believe that shit. And there's people who just turn off all kind of media and all kind of news to not absorb any of it that might mm-hmm. not know what's going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Those are those people are, are right for for being, like, the 
the outbreak monkeys of it as well. You know what I mean? We're like, if you don't, you don't know who they yeah. could be, who they come in contact with, and so on and so forth. So, like, dude, this this podcast got dark. Like, we're talking about a fucking, we're talking well, about a fucking end of the world and shit. Like, with, with, well, let's with, transition to something a little more happy and peppy. So, this is either really great timing or I don't know what it, what what to call this. So, Walmart wants to get into the healthcare industry. Have you guys read about this? I didn't have a chance. I saw up. that. I uh, you brought it up. Yeah. So, Business Week, Business Week says that. Walmart is making big moves into healthcare, and they're trying to charge for a medical checkup thirty dollars, for a teeth cleaning twenty five, and my personal favorite, which sounds very much like a sexual hotline, mental health counseling one dollar a minute. <laughs> but aren't they getting subsidized to provide their uh, employees something? Because <laughs> that goes right yeah. back. It's like we're right. literally seeing the, the string that unites all of this. Jesus. It's like okay, this is a little weird. Um. Yeah, apparently it's the healthcare spending is is what three point six trillion, and they want their share because they get one hundred and fifty million shoppers a week. Yeah. So could you imagine yeah. if out of just one hundred and fifty million, you get a million people that need twenty minutes of yeah. mental health care? I'm just surprised it hasn't <laughs> yeah. happened sooner. Like they they have the what the vi- not Vision Works, but they have the eye doctors at at all these super WalMarts. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. that they hadn't expanded to something else. Up until now, that it like took how, long. <laughs> yeah, like dude. Just, like, how is it that they can that they can like get like? Do they? Ex- I mean, people are gonna do it, right? Because like, once you normalize it, people want. You know, what I mean, we're talking about it right now. Like, yo, like you realize what what scam the health insurance is in this country when Walmart wants to get into it. We're like, they don't pay their employees a living wage. We have we have to pay for their employees' health insurance, but they're getting into the health insurance game to make more money because they you know what i mean but like let's they could they could make more money don't you dare attack them but hey man maybe let's not let hundreds of millions of people die or you know what i mean like what is it 45 million people not insured another 27 million underinsured or those you know what i mean like some sh- crazy shit like that like those are american citizens like now nah, fuck them these six people need more money and they're gonna tax it through the health insurance shit it's good god man like yeah, I'm fucking kidding. What's worse we're, we're the bad guys. We're the bad guys because we're talking about this shit. So the, 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 the Bloomberg article, um, it's happening in Calhoun, <laughs> Georgia. Yeah, I know the Bloomberg article. I know. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's yeah. it's happening in Calhoun, Georgia, which is north of Atlanta, Georgia. It's one of those Walmart mm-hmm. towns. Like it's a small town that the Walmart is pretty much it. Oh, it's Wally World. That's oh, what yeah. they call it, Wally World. Yeah. yeah. And that's where they're. That's where the article is based. Is kind of written by. Is written on. And I'm like, wow. So their strategy is, we're not going to put this in dense cities where we have WalMarts. We're going to put this in small rural towns where there is no competition other than the local doctor. How the hell is a local doctor going to compete with twenty five dollars a check or twenty five dollars for teeth cleaning, thirty dollars a check? Like, you're going to drive local doctors in that in those local towns out of business because people are going to have to pick do i spend a hundred dollars to go see this doctor for my kid's cough or am i just going to go to walmart while i'm there shopping and just pay the thirty dollars and get a checkup it sounds crazy when you say it out loud but how many things have gone the way of the dodo because of walmart going into a small town and local grocery stores local electronic shops right 
like just little by little people go no i'm already here i may as well just pay for their prices and get their services all in but, one but Jonathan, location it's a free it's a free market capitalism like what do you everybody has the opportunity like those yeah, of course those, yeah those small businesses should have planned better and and known what was coming it, what, that's enforcement absolutely absolutely yeah yeah because yeah, right? those yeah. small doctors that are not driven by the profit motive because they really care yeah. about doing well and no. you get me they're trying to keep their costs as low as possible with minimal profit those no. guys are yeah no, they're no. really thinking ahead minimal profit that's un american come on oh. yeah no. try telling that no, to a no, town of sixteen thousand people <laughs> yeah it's all about it's all about making as much money as possible and fucking everybody else and that's it that's what all it's about that's why he went to medical that's school. That's it. Exactly. Oh, he, he, you think he went to medical school to treat people? <laughs> no. It, that doesn't no one happen. does that anymore. No one does that anymore. No. No. Fuck out of So, so this, this is meant to and also they, compete with CVS, by the way, who has their own uh, urgent care centers inside their stores. Yeah. Yeah. So, very interesting yeah. article there. I was so like, that's, huh. That's, I'll tell you right now, that's going to affect me, bro, because I live in a small ass town. The population of my town, when snowbirds aren't here, is two thousand people, bro. Like oh, all, I, all I have here, yeah, all I have here is Walmart. There's a Walmart, and then like right in that Walmart, you know how it's like the shopping center. They have a McDonald's, a Wendy's, the Walmart gas station, and a Burger King. And then like right yeah, next to it, like a can you just right? take like a picture of that whole thing? Because that's America in a nutshell. I feel yeah. like you could, that could be Maybe. a postcard for the Fourth of July. <laughs> yep, <laughs> there should be a postcard. <laughs> Those three restaurants, and then the flag yeah. on the corner. <laughs> yeah, Happy Fourth of July then, from our like, family to yours. They, they have a little grassy area where, like, there's a guy like sending flags, like you know, like the homemade flags where it's like Trump 2020 and like the POW MIA and the Don't Tread on Me and all that shit. Like, yeah, man, that's that's where I live, bro. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, Confederate flags everywhere. Even though it's not the real Confederate flag. I don't know what you look then that war was about states' rights, and you need to respect that. Yeah. States' rights to own people. I don't know what you're talking about, Ben. It was nothing about that, Ben. It was all about states' rights. Benjamin, you need to read your history. Come on. It's the battle of northern aggression, Ben. And it's not over. The South shall rise again. The South is on hiatus right now. We don't quit. We're taking a break. You know what I think when I look at the Confederate flag? <laughs> what I think when I look at the Confederate flag, like, you know those pictures of, like, African kids wearing, like, the losers team shirts and jerseys from, like, whatever champion won? That's what I that's what I think of. Like, bro, you, your your Southern pride is you lost? Like, that's I want to I carry this L? Like, no, man, take that shit with you. Like, I don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Ride or die, Ben. That's ride or die, Ben. That's right. They couldn't ride. That was the problem. <laughs> oh, that leaves you only one other option, and that's not a good thing for the South. No, no, it's really. I'm, not. I'm pretty oh, sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure people who, who really have that extremist point of view are like Robert E. Lee, that traitor. He betrayed us yeah. at Appomattox. <laughs> he didn't surrender. He betrayed the South. It's like, he wait, did, what? He betrayed the South. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy, bro. Uh, John, you you mentioned something about a uh, parrilla. You mentioned something about a mass shooting, bro. Another yeah. One? So yeah, it, in Milwaukee, in Molson Coors Complex, an employee uh, decided to do a little redecorating. 
and uh, killed five pe- five individuals. Yes, and then shot himself. Is it weird that like? Is it weird that I'm like, ah, oh, but at least it wasn't ten? Is that fucked up? Like that's how desensitized I've gotten to it. I got five. I mean, it's, it's fucked. You know what I mean? Like it's fucked up because like. I'll, I'll, I'll be from, honest. Like, after after, San, after Sandy Bush, Hook, I kind of knew this that our politicians didn't give a shit about anything. Yeah. Like in New Zealand, yeah. You know, they had a mass shooting. One. And the, one, and their you know their politicians yeah. went straight to work to say, look, this yeah. might be extreme. Maybe we'll change it later, but this is the right thing to do right now. Because if this mm-hmm. is the start, we need to nip this in the bud. Here in the United States, it's like a bunch of kids just got shot. You know, I just you know, we need to be careful about banning things. Slow it down a little yeah. bit. You know, I know Come children on. are precious, but mm. hope some prayers. Yeah, but, you know, it's 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 horseshit. At the end of the day, it's a business decision. That's all it was down to. It was like, it oh, if, if we ban guns, that's all. That's a hell of a hit to a lot of industries. That's sorry, you know, like that's they. I almost would respect them more if they just came out and said that. Seriously yeah. speaking, I would respect them a lot more. If they if said, they, hey, we ban guns, we're not going to be, some people aren't going to be able to put food on the table because. Yeah. Like if they literally came out and said that, yeah, John is right. That would be, because then you're literally coming at it from a practical, intellectual sort of point of view. Yeah. It might be crazy, but that's fine. We've yes. discussed crazier things in the United States. I mean, for, mm-hmm. for fuck's sake, at one point, you know, black people were three fifths of a person and people right. thought that yeah. was a fine discussion. Like that's, that's asinine just saying yeah. out loud. Um, yeah, that's insane. Women that's couldn't insane. vote. Yeah. What do you mean? Women, women don't need to vote. People would say yeah. that that's asinine. Yeah. You know, what do you yeah. mean? We have to share breastrooms and share water fountains with them. Yeah. So we've discussed a lot of crazy shit in the United States. It's not far fetched right. for them to just say, look guys, let's just call a spade a spade. We really don't want to lose our jobs if we ban guns or automatic rifles or yeah. we just enforce strict gun control. A lot of people no longer are, are going to be no longer needed at their job and they're going to lose it. And we don't have any way of replacing that. Yeah. That sounds a lot yeah. more practical. No, no. And people can even relate to that and go, all right, well, then let's find a solution, a way to phase this out then. Versus New Zealand that just said, yeah, no, it's done. <laughs> Damn the yeah. consequences. It's over. That's crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Done. One like they got like live streaming with like a GoPro that that massacre in the mosque. Like that shit was like my friend sent it to me. I was like, yo, I don't want to watch this shit, bro. Like, what the fuck? Like, I know how many people died. Let's leave it at that. Man, I don't want to like this isn't a video game, bro. Like it's so that's how like desensitized we've gotten. I was like, that's something that like somebody searched for and sh- decided to like share it to other people. Like, no, yeah. man. Like, look, as look, as a as a gun owner, at, you know what I mean? Like, I, I did everything the right way, even though I didn't need to. You know what I mean? I applied for my concealed weapons. I had a background check. Did all that stuff. If you can't even do that and come to the table with that kind of conversation, I, then then you're just okay with murder. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's what it comes down to to me. Like, for me, I know the reason why I have a gun. If anybody ever comes in my house, I'm going to shoot them and kill them. Like, there's no, there's no like, oh, but it's a paperweight. No, bitch, this, this gun has one singular purpose. That's it. To protect yourself, when you want to say it like that, it's to kill the person who's trying to hurt you. That's it. That's all you're trying to do. That's the only purpose of a gun. Like Anybody else who says differently is just spinning it in their own head. Like if We can't even just get like background. What happened? Uh, are we going to go shooting when I go visit? Yeah, no, definitely. 
We're gonna we're because, gonna hug the uh, fence. In my neighbor, my neighbor is I'm yard. all for yeah. I'm all for uh, you know getting rid of guns, but in the meantime, I am a gun owner. And uh, you can't bring your gun uh, out, though. Well, I can't, but I can shoot yours. You have any any rifles? True. Uh, yeah, I don't have any rifles. Rifle, huh, Jonathan? <laughs> what was that? You're gonna grab Ben's rifle, huh? <laughs> you looking forward to that? <laughs> God, this guy. You set yourself up, man. You set yourself oh, up. Man. You really I did. Told you, man. You mother- I, what you happened? I thought. Right. Jonathan, what happened to just? When nope, it's given to no me on a silver here, platter dude. like that, dude, like, come yeah. on, man, there are yeah. rules. <laughs> there are rules of engagement. Like, you can't just give a like joke like that on a platter and expect me to be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna look the other way." God said, "Turn the other cheek." You no, know, you know what? I, I just, I just put it out there because I, I didn't know that this was. I thought this was a shit on Ben episode, so I was. Oh! Like, <laughs> so I was like, I'm just. Gonna, if anyone's gonna say anything, it's gonna be Ben. Look, it's gotta be like Fox <laughs> News, fair and balanced. <laughs> Okay. So one joke at you, twenty thirty at Ben. That sounds that sounds fair to me. That's fair and balanced. There's no absolutely. There's no loyalty be- between Jonathan's man. I've seen it all now. You fucking you Judas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, but, but now, but now I'm on the defensive now because the legend is going to literally come up with something. I refuse to believe. No, no. Oh. I, I, uh, you know what? That's uh, you made a fair point. The myth, the myth made a fair point. <laughs> I think yeah. the myth and the legend agree. Oh, um, man, speaking yeah, of that, this, so, true, so you're going to be crossing yeah. state lines, right, Jonathan? When you come yeah. visit Ben? Okay. Yeah, Are you going to drive for real? We might. My uh, Mel doesn't yeah. want to fly. She doesn't want to be stuck in a, uh, you know, what is it? A 100 people? A fucking 200, 150 people, yeah. a test tube, possibly. A yeah. yeah. Walk, walk in healthy yeah. and walk out with a upper respiratory condition or yeah. coronavirus. Yeah. The reason I ask you this, the reason I ask you this is because you can't bring your gun across state lines. Am I correct? Correct. I, you, have uh, to, you have to look at states. Some states, the have, state. some states have laws of reciprocity, and so you could go across state lines. But I'm not bringing mine. Okay. Does Florida offer that? Does it allow people from other states with concealed carry to cross state lines with their handguns? I didn't look uh, at Florida, Florida and Georgia. Florida to Georgia just recently passed the law. I think within the last two years, like some most, it's mostly the South. Um, you should really shouldn't like even if you do pass, like you pa- can drive through different states with like with your gun, but you can't have it like loaded and stuff like that. Like even like with a concealed, you can have it. It's got to be like a two step thing where like you gotta like go into your right. fucking drawer or what you know what I mean, and then take it out, and and you can't have one in the chamber. So even that it's it's all safety shit. Like so even even having a concealed weapons license, which is funny, right? Because even having a concealed weapons license, which is a, a with a federal background check, even that there's more regulations than just getting a gun. You know what I mean? Like even do, doing everything right the right way, there's more regulations and rules with that. It's fucking weird, bro. So, so the reason I, I bring all this here in Ohio, I can have it loaded. Oh yeah. I can. So I, I bring that also, up because right, um, Idaho right now is debating gun legislation, whether or not they should let people with open carry cross state lines and just carry their guns in the open. And uh, a wonderful, very responsible 58-year-old grandfather brought his 11-year-old granddaughter into the legislation debate, like into the government building with a loaded AR-15, as in she was carrying it, it was strapped on her, 
It was in the safety position with the muzzle pointed down, but she walked around a federal building with how a loaded that, how ER. That not a fucking felony? How like, that not a felony? And there's pictures of her carrying it right there, openly, no problems. And, and her grandfather was right there because he wanted to show the support that, that visitors to Idaho should that legally possess firearms can be able to carry a concealed handgun within city limits. Like what? <laughs> like what an extreme way to show your support for something. Like get my 11 year old and here, sweetie, put this on, yeah. <laughs> point it down. Is it yeah. loaded grandpa? Yeah, yes. <laughs> Come with me. Like, if you've never, like, like there's people like we have, we have a couple of friends that don't have, that's his, that's his son. Um, we have a couple friends that like don't have guns that might not know what like AR-15s or stuff like that looks like on a sling. That's a very quick movement of like a thrust, a side thrust of your shoulder, and the slings in the front, and you're 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 shooting, bro. Like to have it loaded is just highly irresponsible, like highly irresponsible, especially for an eleven-year-old to have it. Like we hear all the time of like misfirings and and you know what I mean with a loaded gun. Like there was there's that viral video, like I think it's like ten years old now. The guy teaching a class, like, oh, don't worry, it's not loaded, and he shoots himself in the foot, and then continues to to give the class. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna tell you a story. Oh shit. 2013. So this was, before, I think, this was before we deployed uh, when I was in Washington, and I was a range safety officer. And um, so they're on the firing line. Explain what that is. Uh, uh, explain what that is for people who might not know. Okay, you're are, right. You're right. Yeah. So I mean, we're, we're 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 it's like going to a firing range, right? But we're outdoors. We're in an outdoor firing range, and you know we're qualifying with uh with their weapon of choice. Some people are firing M16. Some have an M4. That particular group of people that are qualifying with the nine millimeter, right? And uh, so I'm a, a range safety officer. I'm walking behind the shooters, making sure that they're following safety procedures, that they're pointing the weapon up and down range, and they're just being safe all around when they're handling this weapon. Well, again, I'm in the Army, yeah. and this, this soldier is not a commissioned officer who I'm, I'm working with here. I'm not, I was a safety officer. We got another safety, safety officer onto the range so I can kind of help her because she was having issues uh, just holding the weapon. She should have, first of all, done familiarization for, before she came onto the range. Her nope. squad leader should have gone over, you know, over with her. That didn't happen, obviously. Uh, but she, she gets on there and she's having issues wrecking it back. And while she's qualified, nothing, nothing told me that she was, you know, she was being safe. Nothing told me that or prepared me for what was about to happen. I didn't have a, there was no sign that kind of let me know that she was about to do something crazy. So I'm going to send up oh. as I describe this because yeah. she's got the weapon and she's got it kind of at the ready. She pulls it up and she's trying to rack it back. But, and she's pointing up and down range and I'm, and I'm, I'm about a foot like beside her, behind her, right? Kind of this walking her yeah. through stuff and she's trying to rack it back and it's not going, so she's trying to use leverage. So how do you use leverage? When you do a lot of stuff, you use your leg, you lift your leg up and you put your, like, whatever, oh, if you're trying to open a jar yeah. or whatever, you put stuff against yeah. your leg, no. So she brings this nine mil and she goes like this and turns it towards me, not unsafe. And 
I don't know why she was trying to rack it back because when I looked, it was already chambered. There's something already chambered. And she's got her finger. Her finger was not in the trigger well, so I, I made sure of that. But she turns towards me. I'm a foot from her. I'm, I'm wearing Kevlar. Racks it back or tries to rack it back. And like she's bringing the gun up and I fucking lose my, like I, I grab it from her, point it down, turn it back towards on range. You know, I, they heard me up in range control in the tower and, and yeah. they're a good distance for me. And, you know, I mean, I didn't cuss her out on demeanor, but you know, you just let go of the fucking gun back up. You I, know, I wasn't cussing her out, uh, yeah. you know, and then back up and, and leave the range. And then, yeah. And then I checked the weapon. I mm -hmm. looked at it. I put it on save and, and set it down. And that's a person that was in the army that's supposed to know weapon yeah. safety, right? And yeah. your and this grandfather is giving an eleven-year-old girl. I don't care if she was born shooting with a twenty-two from the time she was three or four years old. You know, mm -hmm. walking around with an AR, walking around yeah. with a killing machine, because that's what it is. Yes. This I mean, is, we, yes. we use the force and M16s in the army, but an AR is, is next level stuff. And that's what she's yeah. walking around with, an 11 year old, to prove a point. But, and, she and can again, handle it responsibly. So, so if yeah. she can handle it responsibly, other law abiding citizens will do so as well. Yeah, yeah. So they should pass their law. And it's like, what? And I have a friend on Facebook who defended this and said, look, she was carrying it safely. Did. She was holding it safely. I see nothing wrong with it. I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, yeah. I, I cannot even explain to begin. I cannot even begin to explain the mathematics of statistics of the odds of her fucking that up and shooting somebody yeah. and killing them by accident. Yeah. Like, she's not old enough to drink. She's not old enough to have a cigarette. She's not old enough to drive. But you put that. She's old enough to have that in her hands. That yeah. I mean, that's what it comes yeah. down to. It's really logical and practical about it. She's 11 years old. Nope. She's not can do it. But she's fine carrying an AR loaded. No, yeah. the logic, logic and practicality is is frowned upon in this establishment, sir. You are not allowed to have that. that how in the fuck insane. does it make sense? How in the fuck does it make sense to give an eleven year old a fucking weapon, bro? Like, just I, I don't know. It, it makes as much sense as you're wearing that fucking sweater, bro. I just don't get it. Hey. Oh, this is the or, only or, time or, 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 I oh, Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got a two-punch combo here. Yeah. Or the way he supports UM, even though he never attended. Like, that also makes no sense. You know, at least I attended sure. Florida State. I got I got an excuse, and I supported them from the beginning, even when, yeah. before I went there. But let's yeah, not talk true. about that mess of a football program, if you want to call it that. I mean, I'm proud of my football yeah, program. We beat UM. Yeah, you, Brad, right there. <laughs> hey, uh, Maria. Before before we end this podcast, bro, I've been like I know we've talked about it before, but bro, what the fuck do you do? Okay, like, so I what, like, what did you go to school for? Because I know you got like fucking like dean's list and honor roll and all that shit. Because you were a super A student when you were having your dreams. You know what I mean? What do you want my but, CV, Ben? But what, <laughs> Ben? That's you know a part. I mean? like, what what did you go to school? Yeah, you that shit in in, in Europe. So. I uh I went to FIU and I graduated uh summa cum laude with a ma with a, a major in IT and a minor in business administration. And from okay. there I became a network operations center technician. Uh, mm -hmm. after that I tried making my own video game which was much harder than it is to just play the video games. 
And uh, <laughs> of course, <laughs> I love that game, of, man. I played it. That shit was fun, bro. A lot of I math involved that, that no one thinks about, and I do mean a lot of math. Something as simple right. as how fast does an enemy walk? There's a math equation that you have to think of for that, based on its size, based on your character. It's ridiculous. Um, and then I got a, a job as a DevOps engineer. So over the years, I've gotten a few promotions, and I'm a lead DevOps engineer right now. And what mm-hmm. I end up doing is leading a team of other DevOps engineers in doing site reliability engineering, more or less. So our, my job is to make sure that whatever products are SaaS-related, SaaS means software as a service. Whatever SaaS products we're responsible for, they are up 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, part of that responsibility also means architecting from an infrastructure perspective, how that works, architecting the deployment of those products, um, some securities as well, like making sure that we meet compliances and making sure that we meet best practices, uh, talking to vendors, going to meetings, tutoring, making sure documentation is updated. It's a lot, it's a lot of stuff day to day. Uh, making sure developers are happy as far as you know, making sure they have good tools and that their tools work so that they can just focus on coding and nothing else. Um, work pretty much my day to day. Yeah, it's a lot of nerd work, Ben. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't. I mean, you, you were, you were a nerd, bro. Like, like it fits you well, sir. Yeah, both of you are nerd. Like, you're, you're both of you are actually nerds. I guess it was crazy. Like, when I, I've known, like I said, I've known uh, Vallejo for 25 years. And I was like, and then me and you became friends. I was like, bro, because you, like, we became friends so fast because you reminded me of Vallejo. Like, you guys have, have a lot of similarities. Like, you're both nerds. You're both bitches. And I mean, have, both have terrible hair. Ben, Listen, you're, you're, I might ben, have Ben, I mean, hey, look, let terrible me, let me hair. Let I'm, me not even, I'm not even going to comment about the bitches. No, hey, bitch. terrible hair. That's, at least uh, have long hair, Ben. You know what? Solid. I appreciate that you let it grow because it was questionable when we were friends at the beginning. Right? Like, let's, let's be honest there. I know, but I'm gonna be okay. serious for a second. Listen, man, like you guys, I'm, I'm gonna be serious. Shut the fuck up, man. Let me let me have this moment. I hear you. All right, let me. All right, all right. Don't mute me now, bro. Now, but seriously, man, like uh, you guys have been one of some of my closest friends all my life. I appreciate you guys, and obviously, uh, Faria, you were always gonna be my guest for my hundredth episode, regardless, man. Like me and you go back. V- Vallejo is my co-host, obviously, but you're like my brother, man. I loved I loved having this conversation with y'all, and we're obviously going to continue to insult each other for the rest of our lives because it's what we do. You guys are both cunts, but you guys are also my brothers, man. So thank you so much for being on the podcast, Parilla. Oh no, it was my and pleasure. I'm going to practice my Spanish, but I, honestly, and it's it's embarrassing how much I forgot my Spanish. I actually downloaded an Audible book to like get more fluent with it because I'm never around Spanish speakers, bro. Like it it bothers me how much I've forgotten it, for real. It has. Like it, it's it's upsetting. Don't edit this part out, Jonathan. Please, I I want this to live. No, no, we, we, we let everything for right. all time. We let everything right. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna make a clip out of this and just post it on Facebook once a year. <laughs> on, a, on a loop. On <laughs> a loop. This is an anniversary. <laughs> <My memory. laughs> yeah. Last year you posted. You're, you're yeah, I gotta here. do it again. Thanks, Facebook. <laughs> Thanks for the yeah. memory. Episode hey, 200. Yeah. You'll be the guest again. We're going to wait another 99 episodes to bring me back. Real shit, though. I, yeah, probably. I, yeah, I can't do two Jonathans like this. This has to be a 100-episode gap. <laughs> hey, real quick, though, bro. Like, we, you, we do look stupid. Like, this logo. Huh? Too much. Too much. 
We do look super Mexican in the fucking logo, bro. Orale, wey. Like, <laughs> the new logo? Orale. Get on that way. I'm going to fucking show up with like a some Nike Cortezes in the next podcast. Fit every stereotype of a Mexican in a movie. Just call, oh, my, call myself Hector. <laughs> Watch some Narcos Mexico season two before you start the podcast. Is it? I, I could I struggled to make it through season one, bro. Like it wasn't so I'm gonna have to finish season one still to go into season two. What I like I about season two. Hmm? No, what I like about season two is that ahead, it starts matching with, with regular narco season two, so you see more of the Kali cartel. Okay. So that's, yeah. that's what's up. I want to check that out. You watch The Witcher? Because Jonathan doesn't watch anything but whatever his kids tell him to watch. So. Hey. Don't hate because I'm watching Naruto. Don't hate. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. We had a whole conversation with my brother about that shit. That's an, that's an American masterpiece, sir. Naruto is art. Fucking great. I've never seen a I'm single episode, it. but I've heard great things. That's true, son. That's true. He fucking sing, sing. Like, that boy got you with the, with the fucking samurai, boy. <laughs> Thought you were getting compliments. You go uh, catch his backhand. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> My boy, man. Love your motherfuckers, man. I think that's good, man. I think we could call it right there. 120? Yeah, man. Uh, I just want to tell you one thing. I, I recently finished, and maybe a few weeks ago, I finished uh, listening to The Alchemist, that book, you know, book that I've been meaning to read or listen to for years. Oh, the Paulo Coelho, Coelho book? Paulo Coelho, yeah. I, I definitely think yeah. that. Uh, your personal legend has got to be not to sound fucking Cuban when you're Panamanian. Me entiende, papa. Thanks for listening to the Man Chatter Podcast with your host as always, Ben Borges. Till next time, peace.